Welcome. My name is Grace Gans, and today I will be talking about Technique 56 in Teach Like a Champion by Doug Lamov. This technique is named Strong Voice, and I chose this technique because it was one that interested me. This is something that some teachers have right off the bat, no matter what, whereas other teachers need to follow some steps in order to obtain a strong voice. I know from feedback from my CTs and supervisors that strong voice is something that I do well, but I can always work on it and there are things that I need to improve on and this podcast helped me, so I hope it helps you too. There are six principles of a strong voice. The first principle is using a formal register. This describes the content of a conversation encompassing eye contact, body positions, gestures, facial expressions, and rhythm of language. As a teacher, you should always say things the way you want them to be done. If you tell a student to sit up straight while you are hunched over, they won't respect the direction you are giving. As teachers, we should always talk to our students rather than talking at them. In addition, teachers should always watch what they say, how they say it, and when they say it. Keeping all of these in mind will help you move toward becoming a champion teacher. The second principle is square up slash stand still. This includes giving directions to the class. When a teacher is giving directions, they should always keep their students' best interest at hand. This means that when you pass out papers, you should always give the directions and then pass the papers out. When the teacher is passing out the papers and giving directions at the same time, the students will feel that the directions aren't as important as they should be. This is something I struggle with because I know that sometimes I'll pass out papers while talking, while telling students what to do, and they'll be packing up, writing their name on the paper, and not paying attention. As a teacher, you want the students to follow the directions, and the teacher should always stop what she's doing and give her students the undivided attention that they give the teacher. The third principle is exude quiet power. As a teacher, we get nervous about things all the time, and this is okay, but we should never have our nerves be the determining factor of our lesson. When you get nervous, the first instinct is to talk louder and faster. When you do this, you show that you are nervous, scared, and mainly out of control. This allows students to see right through and allows them to know that they could take control if needed. In addition, this allows students to talk under their breath to one another without the teacher noticing. I feel that this is another thing I struggle with. I believe that I have a great teaching voice, but there are always things that I need to work on and this being one of them. Lamav says, drop your voice and make students strain to listen and exude poise and calm. The fourth principle is use economy of language. Fewer words are stronger than more. This shows that you have a purpose for what you are saying. It shows that you are prepared and ready to teach. When you are giving directions, use words that students need for the activity. Focus on what is the most important and what will help students succeed. 
when you need to be more businesslike, be clear and crisp, and then stop talking. This language should not be used all day, but should be used when directions are giving and when there are distractions in the classroom. The fifth principle is do not talk over. This was the most appealing principle to me because it is another thing that I struggle with when I teach. If what you are saying is truly worth attention, then every student has the right and the responsibility to hear it. When you want students to listen, you have to make it known. When you want students to follow the words you say, they should be the most important things in the classroom. Before you begin speaking, make sure that there is no talking. You should have all of your students' attention and the voice level should be a zero. This allows the teacher to control who has the floor to speak and will show authority. Talking over students will waste time and energy in the classroom. A strategy that teachers can use is called self-interruption. This shows that you will not go on until all attention is given. By doing this, it shows that you are stopping. You are it shows that you are stopping and that you will not move on. A champion teacher would do something like all I This calls more attention to the break. By doing this, you are showing students that we will wait until everyone is listening. As you can see, I did not finish my word and or my sentence. Adding some formal posture to the self-interruption will make it stronger. After the break, you can turn to a less formal posture. And if you are in the middle of a movement, you should stop what you're doing and freeze. This will allow students to know, wow, I need to pay attention, and we cannot move on. The sixth and last principle of a strong voice is do not engage. When you are discussing behavior with students, avoid engaging in other topics until you have resolved the topic you initiated. Students need to act first and explain later. Students want to engage right after a direction is given, which makes the direction not seem as important. For example, a teacher tells her student, you are talking, please take a ticket away. The student says, it wasn't me. The teacher says, please take your ticket away. This goes back and forth six times and the direction is still not followed. It is reasonable for the teacher to, to discuss with the student who was talking, but this should not be done until the student has done what the teacher is asking. Until the student has obeyed the initial request, there should be no conversation. Lastly, there should be no engagement when students call out answers. No matter how important or knowledgeable the comment is, if you engage when the student calls out, this will degrade your ability to control future conversations in the classroom. It is important that the situation, it is important in the situation to remind students that in this classroom, we raise our hand. Overall, I believe that these six principles show a lot about a teacher and her classroom management. When you need control, you should always maintain these verbal and nonverbal habits and students will give you the respect that is needed. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and I hope these steps make you a champion teacher.